Welcome to Cross Communities Podcast. We're glad you're here to listen today. We hope that today's message will strengthen your faith and help you to love God and people more. Good evening, everyone. So glad that you're here with us tonight online for our Good Friday service. Do us a favor and make a comment below and tell us where you're watching from and how many people are watching with you in your home. It's just a good way for us to connect and lets us know who's here. This service tonight is a very different type of service than we typically do. So if this is your first time with us, we want to invite you back for Sunday and you'll see a little bit more uh, normal of a service for us. But tonight is a special service celebration, a special remembrance, a service to remember the death of Jesus. And we call this service a tenebrae service, and tenebrae means darkness or shadows. As we come to the end of Lent, we take a journey into darkness to a place of deep shadows. Tonight, we accompany Jesus in his last hours. We witness the cruelties and the suffering that he endures. We listen to the words of condemnation and ridicule. In all of this, we recognize that He is innocent. He is the faithful servant of God doing His Father's work, bringing the gospel of love, peace, and hope. And so, in this service, we are invited to walk solemnly and attentively with Jesus to better know, to better understand, to better be His friend, His disciple, His witness, to be still and know that God is here. This year we're doing this service a little differently. We traditionally look at the seven last words or phrases that Jesus announces from the cross. Tonight we are looking at themes the theme of shadows. And so we will be journeying with Jesus through Scripture readings uh, from the night before He was crucified all the way up until He is sealed in the tomb. And so we want you to listen to the readings. And we will conclude each reading with the phrase, the Word of the Lord. And we invite you to respond with, thanks be to God. At the end of the service, we will finish in darkness, and we invite you to spend some time in silence. There will be no prayer to end the service, and there will be no blessing to send you out with. We enter into this tragic story. We feel the shadow of darkness that was felt when Jesus was sealed in the tomb. I hope you will open yourself up to the Holy Spirit as He uses the passion of Jesus to remind us of God's love and sacrifice. This is where you get to be involved. And so we asked you ahead of time to gather seven candles or seven lights that you can turn off one by one. And so right now, go ahead and light all of your candles. And when we extinguish one candle... You extinguish one of your candles. If you have kids in the home, this might be fun for them to get to blow out one candle at a time. As we symbolically look at how the life of Jesus 
was extinguished slowly until he was placed in the tomb. And so go ahead and get ready right now. Turn off all the other lights in your home so that when you finish in your home, it will be dark as well. This candle in the middle uh, has been lit every Sunday since Christmas Eve. It is the Christ candle. And so it symbolizes Jesus as the light of the world. It will be the final candle that we extinguish tonight. So I hope you're ready. Join with us. And now let's have a moment of silence before we begin our readings. Thank you for being here. God, we thank You for this moment. We thank You for this service. We pray that the Holy Spirit will use the readings and the symbolism of the light of the candles to draw our hearts into the story that we might experience Your love and Your sacrifice. May this cause us to leave this time in awe and wonder of what You are willing to suffer to bring forgiveness into our lives, to be with us in every moment. We pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The first reading, The Shadow of Betrayal. This reading is from Matthew chapter 26, verses 17 through 29. The disciples came to Jesus saying, Where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says my time is near. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover meal. When it was evening, he took his place with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. And they became greatly distressed and began to say to him one after the other, Surely not I, Lord. He answered, The one who has dipped his hand in the bowl with me will betray me. Judas, who betrayed him, said, Surely not I, Rabbi. He replied, You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took a loaf of bread and after blessed it and broke it, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took a cup and after giving thanks, he said it to them, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will never again drink of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
Let us pray. Father in heaven, on the night before he died, your son shared the Passover meal with his friends, giving them bread to nourish their spirits and wine poured out as his blood for the forgiveness of their sins. We pray that we may turn to him for our strength and for forgiveness through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our second reading, The Shadow of Agony, is from Matthew chapter 26, verses 36 through 56. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be grieved and agitated. Then he said to them, I am deeply grieved even to death. Remain here and stay awake with me. And going a little further, he threw himself on the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not what I want, but what you want. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said, Peter, so could you not stay awake with me one hour? Stay awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Again he went away for a second time and prayed, My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. Again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? See, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign saying the one I will kiss is the man arrest him at once he came up to Jesus and said greetings rabbi and kissed him Jesus said to him friend do what you are here to do then they came and laid hands on Jesus and arrested him suddenly one of those with Jesus put his hand on his sword drew it and struck the slave of the high priest cutting off his ear Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my Father, and he will at once send me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled, which say it must happen in this way? At that hour Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day. I sat in the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But all this has taken place so that the scriptures of the prophets may be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Father in heaven, your son Jesus prayed in the garden of Gethsemane, seeking to understand what you were asking him to do. 
Help us to pray, to persevere in discovering the thing that you have called us to do with our lives. Give us the strength and the courage to follow your calling, whatever the cost. When we feel alone or betrayed, afraid or helpless, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The third reading, the shadow of trial, found in Mark chapter 15, verses 1 through 15. As soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council. They bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered him, It is you who have said so. Then the chief priests accused him of many things. Pilate asked him again, Have you no answer? See how many charges they bring against you. But Jesus made no further reply, so that Pilate was amazed. Now, at the festival, he used to release a prisoner for them, anyone whom they asked. Now, a man called Barabbas was in prison with the rebels who had committed murder during the insurrection. So the crowd came and began to ask Pilate to do for them according to his custom. Then he answered them, What do you want? Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he realized that it was out of jealousy that the chief priests had handed him over. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas for them instead. Pilate spoke to them again, Then what do you wish me to do with the man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, Crucify him! Pilate asked them, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Crucify him! So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released Barabbas for them. And after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Father in heaven, when we feel the whole world against us, accounting us of little worth, give us Your Spirit that we may speak the truth and stand firm in our calling to be like Jesus, whatever the cost. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our fourth reading is the shadow of violence from Mark chapter 15, verses 16 through 21, and Luke chapter 23, verses 33 to 43. Then the soldiers led him into the courtyard of the palace, and they called together the whole cohort, and they clothed him in a purple cloak, and after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on him, and they began saluting him, Hail, King of the Jews! They struck his head with a reed, spat on him, and knelt down in homage to him. After mocking him, 
They stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. When they came to the place of the skull called Golgotha, they crucified him there, along with the rebels, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he's God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the rebels who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we so often stand by as others are mocked or belittled, as cruelty and injustice are allowed free reign, afraid to speak, afraid to act, silent and guilty. Give us strength to speak out and to witness always to the right and to the truth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. The fifth reading, the shadow of crucifixion, from Matthew 27, verses 45 through 54. From noon on, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. 
And about three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lemma sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, this man is calling for Elijah. At once, one of them ran and got a sponge, filled it with sour wine and put it on a stick and gave it to him to drink. But the others said, wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. Then Jesus cried again with a loud voice and breathed his last. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs also were open, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. Now when the centurion of those with him, who were keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what took place, they were terrified and said, Truly, this man was God's Son. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Our sixth reading is the shadow of suffering. It's from Isaiah 52, 13 through chapter 53, verse 5. See, my servant will prosper. He shall be lifted up, exalted, rise to great heights. As the crowds were appalled on seeing him, so disfigured did he look that he seemed no longer human. So will the crowds be astonished at him, and kings stand speechless before him. For they shall see something never told and witness something never heard before. Who could believe what we have heard, and to whom has the power of the Lord been revealed? Like a sapling, he grew up in front of us, like a root in arid ground. Without beauty, without majesty, we saw him. No looks to attract our eyes. A thing despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. A man to make people screen their faces. He was despised and we took no account of him. And yet ours were the sufferings he bore. Ours the sorrows he carried. But we, we thought of him as someone punished, struck by God, and brought low. Yet he was pierced through for our faults, crushed for our sins. On him lies punishment that brings us peace. And through his wounds, we are healed. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Father in heaven, today we look on Jesus, your son, stripped and humiliated, scourged and crowned with thorns, mocked and spat upon, betrayed and let out to be nailed to a tree. Yet this man takes upon himself our sins, our faults, our failings, and gives us new life in his resurrection. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The seventh reading. The shadow of death. From Matthew 27, verses 62 through 66. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who was also a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it to be given to him. So Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn in the rock. He then rolled a great stone to the door of the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there, sitting opposite the tomb. The next day, that is, after the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember what that imposter said while he was still alive. After three days I will rise again. Therefore, command the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may go and steal him away and tell people he has been raised from the dead. And the last deception could be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, 
You have a guard of soldiers. Go, make it as secure as you can. So they went with the guard and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week.